Welcome to the House of Cinema podcast. I am your host, Joe Aragon. With me today, I was going to say Coraline Curtis, but it's actually <gasps> Clara Curtis. Wow. And in the house today, we are discussing, if you don't know already, Coraline, the 2009 stop motion animated movie. Clara, how are you feeling? I'm so excited. I I am nervous to get into this because of some text messages you've been sending me. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm excited for maybe the both of us more than we could ever even quantify. Okay. I love Coraline. <laughs> my disclaimer will be I'm a little bit sick still. I've been sick for the past mm-hmm. week. So if my voice mm-hmm. sounds a little nasally, uh, if my voice sounds a little hoarse, it's because I'm recovering from being sick. Um, but my Coraline disclaimer is... I like Coraline. Mm. I like Coraline a lot, question uh-huh. mark. I don't know uh-huh. anymore. Where's the butt? <laughs> we'll get into the butt in just a second. Okay. Uh, before we jump into ah! Coraline, we'd like to remind everybody there is still a writers and actors strike going on. Mm-hmm. If you would like to learn more about that, please visit the sag After or the WJ website to learn more about the strike. We mm-hmm. are here at the podcast in full support and solidarity with the strike. Okay, that's my disclaimer. Yeah. Are we ready? Good disclaimer. I'm I'm ready. Okay. Coraline, first memories. When's the first time you watched Coraline? Tell me about your history with Coraline. I saw this like the second it came out. So I've had Coraline in my life for like a really, really, really long time. And I feel like maybe we've never actually gone in depth enough on how much of like a Coraline head I am. Because like... I love this movie. I watch it at least once a year um, since it came out. Like, I'm obsessed with it in terms of watching it again. But then also, like, both my phone wallpapers are Coraline-themed. Currently? Like, as of August of 2023? They have been Coraline-themed for the past, like, four years. Shut up. I'm not even joking. Like, (laughs) I'll send you you them. They look really good, not to brag. Um, I have a Coraline doll. I <laughs> dressed up as Coraline for Halloween when I was in college, and I looked really good. I looked like Coraline. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> a couple years ago, I flew down to Portland specifically because there was a, a, a Leica student. Is it Leica or Leica? I never know. I say Leica, and I've only okay. heard Leica. If you Perfect. say Leica. I don't know. My assumption is that you're wrong because historically so you're not I very good wrong. with pronunciation. Yes. Yes. Okay. Leica. I flew down to Portland a couple years ago specifically because Leica, for their 15-year anniversary, had uh, a bunch of their like uh, fig- figures from all their movies in a museum. Um, so I flew down to Portland for a day specifically just to go look at them for a little bit. <laughs> um I have a Coraline poster in my room. It's not a far flight from you, right? You're in, you're in Washington. No. It's like, what, three, yeah. four hours? Oh, no, <coughs> Joe. It's like 30 minutes. 30 minutes? It's a super... Uh, No, I'll take that back. It's probably closer, maybe closer to like an hour, but That's like... still like that. nothing. No, it's nothing. It's super fast. Okay. Um, Which I also want to emphasize the only reason why I can do stuff like that is because my mom is a flight attendant, so I have infinite flying privileges. Wow. Um, that's... Yeah, which is more just like a disclaimer more than anything. Like, I would not do that if my mom was in a flight attendant. Um, not even for Coraline? Yeah. Oh, 
No, I probably would go anywhere for Coraline, if yeah, we're being honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, I just love this movie. This is like the first like female character that I ever felt like I could really properly like relate to on screen. Oh, wow. Like That's... she just is so special to me. So I love Coraline. She's my heart and soul. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What about you? What's your first memory? I have none. I don't ah! have, I have any memory attached to Coraline, and maybe that's why I find it so difficult to sit down and watch this movie sometimes. I've seen this movie, Clara, uh, two to three times in maybe the past week, because we've been planning yeah. it for the past week. Yeah. And every single time I watch it, it's not that I'm not enjoying it. I just find myself uh-huh. the next morning waking up thinking... What happens in the middle? What happens towards the what? end? I always forget. Like the movie goes in some weird directions. I always forget it goes in. So it's not so much that I don't I dislike it. I just forget about it constantly. Constantly. So anyways, this movie I'm came floored. out in 2009. I did not yeah. see it in theaters. I didn't okay. go to the movies to watch this movie. I don't think I saw this movie okay. until God, probably 2015, 2016, I finally watched this movie in full. I just had no desire to watch Coraline until I started getting into movies a lot. I think I saw Kubo and the Two Strings, and I was like, okay, I should Uh probably watch Coraline. And that's how I ended up watching Coraline because of another movie. Okay. But zero memories, zero attachment. I don't Uh have any dolls. I didn't dress up as Coraline. Nothing. So you're telling me you don't also own the Steelbook 4K HD version of Coraline? No. You oh. you have even read the book it's based on, correct? I have read the book. The book is really cool, but definitely like very different than the movie. Is it an actual book or is it like a picture book, like a story No, book? no, no. It's like an actual book. Oh, how long? It's, it's short. Oh, it's shorter. I'd say it's probably like, I want to say like, maybe 200 pages probably oh, less it's not long like, it's not not long but it's not short either no 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 it's definitely like a novel oh like, i thought it yeah, was like a, a like a story like picture book no. i didn't know it was a, an actual like short 200 page novel oh no 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 yeah it's like an actual legitimate book i see i see yes, all right yes, yes. well we're gonna we're gonna dive into Coraline. we're gonna talk about why you adore it why i Yay. like it and maybe yeah. not adore it that's okay. I have things to say that will probably rock your world. Oh my god! Okay, shake the foundation <laughs> of our friendship. It'll be I know <laughs> quite the episode. So let's jump into Coraline. Okay. Released ready. February fifth of two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Directed by Henry Selick, the great Henry Selick. Here is the cast. Are you ready? Dakota Fanning plays Coraline Jones. Terry Hatcher plays Melanie Jones, or the Be- Beld. Beldum? Beldum, right? Beldum, yep. Mm-hmm. I always want to say bedlam. Oh, that's a word. We could say that, that if that's, you need that's to. That's a real word, isn't it? Bedlam? Bedlam. Like, it, bedlam is like chaos, like craziness? Ooh. Maybe? I feel like you might be right. And if you are, what a vocab word. I'm Googling. Bedlam, a scene of uproar and confusion. Ooh. So that's why when I was watching this movie, I was like, oh, she's the bedlam. But then it very clearly says the Beldum. Yeah, but the, I mean, they both work. They, that's why I thought she was called the Bedlam because she's like, she's crazy, you know? She's she's mm. the other mother. She's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, Terry Hatcher wow. plays the Beldum or her real mom. Jennifer mm-hmm. Saunders plays April Spink. 
Don mm-hmm. French plays Miriam Forcible. John Hodgman plays Charlie Jones, the dad. Robert Bailey Jr. plays Wyborn, or other known as YB. Mm-hmm. Keith David plays the cat. Ian McShane plays Sergei Bobinski. And Carolyn Crawford plays Mrs. Lovett. Did I miss anybody you want to mention? No, you've got all the people. <coughs> you've nailed it. Amazing. Guess the Rotten Tomato score, Clara. Here is your consensus. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. With its whoa, what's that? What's that? What's that, dude? I feel like it's gonna be too low, okay. and I'm gonna be annoyed. <laughs> Maybe you'd be pleasant, pleasantly surprised. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Let's hear it. With its vivid stop motion animation, combined with Neil Gaiman's imaginative story, Coraline is a film that both visually stunning and wondrously entertaining. I guess it's important to note the book is written by Neil Gaiman. I, yes. I did not mention that, but he is kind of a big deal. He wrote the book. Yes. All right. You know the consensus. What do you think? <sighs> I went with a critic score of 93 and an audience score of 91. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> I'm laughing at you because I just love your optimism. That's, no! that's that's why I'm laughing. I think your oh. optimism is really a beautiful thing. Oh my god. Are you ready to what? hear the results? No, but do it. <laughs> Which one do you think you got? One of them you got almost spot on. Which one do you think okay. it is? The critic score? Critic score is 90%. So you're only off by 3%. Okay. Nice job. Ugh, god. Okay. Audience score though? Low. It's low. 74%. (gasps) (laughs) Literally three quarters of the audience liked the movie, but almost more than 25% of people gave it a negative review. It's because they're all little, they're all little crybabies and they say, uh, Coraline scared me when I was a kid. Grow up. You are (laughs) so on point with that criticism. (laughs) It is frightening. I, I looked through the bad reviews, the audience reviews, and it took me, I'll admit, like three pages to get mm. a find a negative review. The yeah. very first one I, I found was very strange and creepy Tim Burton style movie. Coraline, the main <sighs> character, is pure nightmare fuel and will definitely traumatize the kids. What were they thinking? Well, that's silly because I wasn't traumatized. I was enamored as a child. I wanted more. So they're wrong. <laughs> but even so, like, even if it was scary, why is that a criticism? Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, because it's funny because I feel like the movies from my childhood that, like, stuck with me the most in one way or another, in a positive way, not necessarily like a, oh my god, oh no, are are things like Coraline or like monster house oh my god remember monster house monster house is like fucked up i love monster house but like thank you um or like the polar express the polar express gets a little dark at times like like uncanny to look at like now as an adult it's a very uncanny valley yes also that and then like i mean i was watching like the fucking harry potter movies people were dying in those all the time true one dies in court well there's ghosts in Coraline, but we don't see anyone die no, so it's just no. like, ugh, I like I don't know. I think it's frustrating because I think there's this really hard line between like 
you do need to be mindful of, like, children and, like, what is okay and not okay to show them, but I also think there's this, like, need to, like, hide children away from, like, any sort of, like, negative emotion, and I think that's really unhealthy. I think that's, like, bad for kids to be, like, sheltered from. Yeah, I mean, like, not everything can be Paw Patrol. No, exactly. But it and, almost like, feels like some parents want everything to be Paw Patrol. Yes, absolutely. I think so too. And that's really frustrating because it's like, I do think there's like valuable things for a kid to watch in Coraline in terms of like trying to like communicate your needs with your parent and feeling like your parent doesn't understand you and like still finding a way to like form community out. Like, I, I think it's really cool that she ultimately forms community with like all these elders, you know, like it's not just like this thing where like they have to be people you can't share your life with so like i don't know there's ah there's so many things about Coraline that i love and so it's like i get i get kind of where people are coming from where it is a little scary like to be honest i think both my sisters aren't the biggest fan of this movie partially because it is like creepy but i think it's i mean but good. we're adults now i mean i can i can imagine yeah. that being like i'm a i'm a seven-year-old child i don't want want to watch Coraline because it creeps me out okay but okay. when you grow up you like you're you're an adult now. There's nothing to be scared about anymore. I don't think yeah, using it's very tame. Yeah, I don't think saying it's scary is a criticism as an adult really is valid. It's a very strange mm. criticism to me. But at any rate, um most of the reviews revolved around it being creepy, being scary. Interesting. The silver lining here is that I don't think I saw a single negative review that was lower than like two stars. There was never a half star, never a one star. It was always like two to two and a half stars saying it's overrated and creepy. That was really kind of what it revolved around. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Huh. IMDb facts. I found a couple. I'm sure you found a couple yourself. Let's uh, see what you you found. Tell me an IMDb fact. An IMDb fact, a lot of mine revolved around numbers this time, because I just, I think it's fun. Um, (laughs) In the scene where Coraline and the other YB are watching uh, Mrs. Spink and Miss Forcible do their, like, show in the other mother's world, there are 248 little dogs in the theater with them watching. Wow. Little scrappy black dogs. Yeah, lots of little dogs. I thought that was fun. Okay, very cool. My fact, this is not an IMDb fact, but it's just a fact, and I kind of want to quiz your brain of yours. You ready? Ooh, okay. Coraline was nominated for Best Animated Feature, but it did not win. Oh. Can you remember Uh what won that year? (laughs) 2009. What movie came out in 2009 Uh, you think won? uh Uh-oh. I feel like it was a Pixar movie. I mean, the odds are in your favor if you guess a Pixar movie. I'll just say that. Okay. But I cannot remember which... I don't remember the release dates of anything right now. Okay. I'm panicking. Um, I don't know. Pick, so, pick one. Tell me. Pick one. Uh, <laughs> uh, Come on. You gotta the, make yourself look dumb. The Incredibles? I don't know. <laughs> Not The Incredibles. That one okay. was earlier. I think Incredibles Great. is like 2004. Four, maybe? Okay. That's... Ah, damn. Okay. Um, was, was it Cars? It's not Cars. It's not Cars. Cars didn't okay. win either, I don't think. Okay. Wally? You're getting closer. It's not Wally. Ratatouille. 
you're like I think you skipped one year, so like it's the year in between those two movies. Oh what? What's between? Uh oh. So let me see if I can give you a hint. Um, okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to give you a hint. Oh no! Should you just tell me? Yes. So the answer is. <laughs> The answer is Pixar's Up was the winner that year. Oh. Pixar's Up. Now, I will say 2009, stacked year for animated film. Stacked. Here's what okay. Coraline and Up competed against. You ready? Yeah, tell me. Any guesses what it competed against? Um, No. I cannot remember <laughs> a single thing going on that year. It competed against the following films. The Secret of Kells, which I have not seen, but it's a oh. cartoon saloon movie. That's the only cartoon saloon I haven't seen yet. Yeah. I was going to try to watch all of them soon, but uh, that's that one was nominated. Disney's Princess and the Frog. Oh, which I okay. Love dearly. I do like that. Yeah. Apparently, they're making a live action version of that movie now. Do you hear about that? I've been hearing a lot of words being thrown around, <laughs> and I just don't think any of them are true until the writers and actors strike are over. I don't. Th- I think they they can't do nothing. They, I don't know what they're talking about. This is so true. I saw a bunch of news saying like Disney wants to live do live action this and live action that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, I want to fly to the moon. Guess what? I can't do that because well, one, I don't have the money, but you can't do right. that because the actors and writers are striking. Exactly. Anyways, um. Princess and the Frog, Coraline, The Secret of Kells. Mm-hmm. Up in the last one, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, my God. Crazy year. So, wow, what a great year for stop motion. I know. Yeah, for stop motion, for animation in general. Just wow. a killer year. Up took the trophy home. Uh-huh. Looking back at it, do you think Up was the right choice? No. <laughs> What's the right choice? Honestly, I... It's probably Fox. I Yeah, I'm going to say, I think I, if I had to choose between the two, which one was my favorite, I'd probably still say Coraline, even though I love both of them. But I think Fox deserves the award. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen Secret of Kells yet. but That's true. That's I true. I don't think seeing that will change my mind that Fox is probably the deserved winner. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if I rank these, or if like, I had to choose who I think should win in order, it goes Fox, Coraline... I guess up than Princess and the Frog and Kells, but I did mm. hesitate for a second because I think Princess and the Frog is fantastic. I really like it I a lot. I do too. It's beautiful. It is. It is. Good music too. Big fan of that. Yeah. What's, what's your order of those? Ooh, I think I do Fox, Coraline, mm, Princess and the Frog. Ooh. I think then I would do... Secret of Kells. What? And then Up. I love Up, but I'm gonna I'm gonna support the movie we haven't seen. I'm gonna help them a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I guess you can do that. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, because I just I mean it's Cartoon Saloon. I, like I I feel I have a great deal of faith in them. Their last movie wasn't that good. What the fuck are you saying? I didn't think it was that good. The the dragon one? What was it called? 
Oh, I haven't seen that. My father's dragon. My father's dragon. Not we that talked good. about this. I was like, oh, I'm scared to watch it because I loved that book as a kid. And I'm just like, I'm a little scared. So I still haven't watched that one. Okay. I thought you were talking about wolf walkers. And I was like, what do you mean? I Is thought you loved you... wolf walkers. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. So that's, upset for a second? Like... that's why I was really distraught. <laughs> Ooh, you want to know what they did recently, though? They have a, an episode in Star Wars Visions. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, okay. It's like, it's probably my favorite episode of Visions, like, of all time. Oh, okay. I so, really like their Visions episode. I mean, Cartoon Saloon has a historically good track record. I just wasn't yeah. a big fan of, of My Father's Dragon. I still have to watch it. I'm okay. Scared. Uh, usually okay. at this point, we would do alternate universe, but the only thing I think that counts for this one is the fact that they were initially going to make it live action. And Dakota Fanning was going to play Coraline in live action. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, nah, let's make it stop motion. And Dakota Fanning still did it. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to add to this category? Yes, actually. I have one other fact that I do think is kind of fun. So originally, Don French was going to play Miss Spink and Jennifer Saunders was going to play Miss Forcible. And then... Henry Selleck was kind of like, mm, I don't love the vibes here. And so he swapped them. So they played the opposite sister. Oh. And that ended up being the recordings that they used, like, in the film. And I just think that's fun and kind of interesting because it also is why, like, the characters <clears throat> they play in the actual movie, like, are not, the like, the one they resemble in real life. Oh. Which I thought was kind of interesting. So, yeah. like, they were supposed to play the other and then they swapped, which kind of makes it fun, too, because, like, their whole thing is, like, these two sisters don't really ever see eye to eye. And so there is something kind of fun about the actors essentially playing both roles. Because then in theory, like they do see both sides of each character. You know what that's called? What? Good directing. That's Ooh, what it's called. Being a very facts. good director big and facts. recognizing <laughs> uh, when something like that will benefit your movie. So yeah. Wow, props to uh, Selleck for this so the swap. Yeah. Let's move to favorite scenes and moments as the resident Coraline lover, Clara. Okay. It's only fair that you go first and just list off some of your favorite moments and scenes from this movie. And let's talk about them. Okay. Um, the first thing I wrote down was every scene is my favorite scene. Um, <laughs> that doesn't that count. Doesn't, that doesn't count. But I just, I wanted it known that that's the first thing I wrote down. Okay. I'll do like rapid fire because I kind of, I did my thing where I'm kind of like, vague so i'll just we'll just go go for it um i love the scene where Coraline is stuck in the house when it's raining and she's just kind of wandering around and like counting the windows and like like exploring the gross shower and like all that kind of stuff i just i love the energy of that is that after her um, dad was like go do this yeah she like goes and she's like mom i want to go outside and she's like no and then she goes to her dad and is like dad and i love the part where he's like okay well what did the boss say and then she's like don't even think about it Coraline jones <laughs> and it's so funny and then he basically sends her away because they both find her unfortunately really annoying um and so they're like please go away like just go count windows and like well, he's find everything on his that's gardening catalog clara yes well okay they're working but also they have a child okay they no, I, I, i'm not justifying their actions i'm just, just no 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 well maybe no i'm not i'm not no. they're, they're not good parents i i have thoughts yes. on on their parents on, okay. on their parenting style parenting skills and style yeah okay me too 
but I love that scene, just, like, the, the, the feel of it, and, like, it's a really neat way to kind of establish, like, the vibe of the house and all that, and then I love just the first big reveal of the other mother, like, the way her back is the Coraline, and she turns, and you get that really close-up shot of, like, her butt and eyes. Oh my and, gosh, like, you're so scary. Oh, so spooky. Oh my gosh, I'm a little baby. I- oh, so scary. <laughs> Shut the I fuck will up. Say, I hate when people yeah, talk about b- this like that. Boo, boo, boo. I know. It's, I'll be, I'm just going <laughs> to skip ahead for a second. In my intrusive thoughts, I wrote down, this movie's not that scary. People need to, like, grow up. It's, like, it's a little creepy Honestly. at times, in- intentionally so. Yeah. But it's not that scary. Yeah, if, if you're a five-year-old listening to this, okay, it's scary. You win. <laughs> but if you're a five-year-old listening to this, one, why? And mm-hmm. two why so yeah, yeah. That, that's my thoughts on that yeah if you want to watch some, if you think that's scary like i think you need to go and see talk to me and learn what like actual Dude, scary can be actual <laughs> scary <It> movie <laughs> scary man yeah <laughs> um okay anyway other scenes i like um i also wrote down just some quotes that i really like i like the quote where Coraline talks to bobinski for the first time and he goes my songs go boom Ba oompa, but the mice only go toodle too. <laughs> thank you for that. I th- thank you. Um, I think that's funny. I think the part where the sisters are reading Coraline's tea leaves, and the one sister goes, "I see a peculiar hand," and then they turn the cup, and the other one goes, "And I see a giraffe." I think that's a great line. Um, and then I also like the advice they give Coraline where they go, never wear green in your dressing room, acquire a very tall stepladder. Just like such like random silly things. Um, I love the way the fog looks in this movie. The fog looks so good. I'm like obsessed with how fluid it is. I love the praying mantis vehicle that her her other father is on. And then I love just like the Coraline garden. In oh, the, in the other world. That. That's the one thing I really like is when it's oh. they go in that garden. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, I love just like the way they do transitions in this in general. Like there's the one really early on where it's a shot of Coraline like listening as the pebble falls down the well. And then her whole body turns and then you're just suddenly like with her in the kitchen. I think that one's really cool. Or like... The way they show, like, her going to sleep in the other world and then her bedroom, like, melting back into her, like, regular bedroom that's not as, like, you know, magical. I think stuff like that looks really cool. Um, I love the scene where she tries to go to sleep on her own in the other world and is, like, freaking out under the covers and going, like, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. And then, like, she wakes up and just, like, the the unease of, like, oh, my God, I'm still here. Yeah. I love that. I love the other mother's transformation as she gets all tall and spindly and she like grabs Coraline's nose and like oh, and, drags like, pulls her, her through to the, the room. Yes, I love that whole scene. Um, I like just the way they change the tunnel she goes through over time where at first it's this beautiful like magical blue mysticism and then once like the other mother is revealed as being bad, like the tunnel becomes this like cob red ridden thing full looks of like, like a looks like a rectum oh okay well i wasn't gonna say that <laughs> but we can say that um you're, Come I on. Mean, you're not Did you're that, not that, that cross your mind ever no because all i was thinking about is when it's the other way around it's so scary looking at the tunnel because you see all the like articles of clothing and toys of like the other kids she's taken 
So I'm like, ooh, like spooky. There is one specific shot when she's like looking down the tunnel and she's about uh-huh. to crawl through it. And I'm like, that is a rectum. She is crawling through like the house's rectum right now. I mean, go off. I'm not going to like argue necessarily. <laughs> I just say, I'm going to post a picture and, and see what people think. Uh, no! <laughs> yeah, then I'll post a side by side next to a biological rectum and see what people think. Do do not you're you sound like you're about to pull like a Howie Mandel and like oh my that. god that's not, that's what you sound like you're about to do right now did you see that when that happened <laughs> yeah of course I saw it not by choice oh it I showed saw up it by on choice. my oh no it was on my for you page and I was distraught oh my god I was god. not happy yeah the worst part about me is that when stuff like that happens you look for it I look for it it's <gasps> like very rarely do I encounter those things in the wild or like publicly yeah but when it happens and like a twitter's like yo check out howie mandel's story uh and then be like i checked it and then it's deleted and on twitter yeah. says oh he deleted it already i will search for it i will i will look for it so i can find it okay so you're so let let me let me ask you this when you were younger and like blue waffle and two girls in one cup were things did you actively look those up yep of course of wow. course i did i okay. never stumbled upon those um okay i think blue waffle by the way if, if people are listening these are all images that are yeah very shocking yes very shocking and these gross. are like <laughs> not good <laughs> i'm sure you know what these images are or heard of them um yeah. so you know i'm not we're not saying anything that hasn't been said before at any rate no. uh blue waffle i remember being god i don't remember how old i was but i remember I was someone in middle school I, I feel like i was in high school maybe maybe first year of college something like that mm. but i remember someone telling me to look it up and i was like why what is it and they're like just look it up and so oh. that one was um like organic in the way i i, okay, I, I okay. kind of stumbled upon it yeah. Two Girls, One Cup was way too famous for me not to look up. And, okay. you know, I was with my friends and we we're like, oh, let's look it up. <laughs> and we looked it up and watched it. Um, okay. Even more. Oh, my God. I kept on admitting this right now. But even more recently. <gasps> oh, oh, what? What did you look up? Have you seen that one thing that's been trending? That's a little like, it's supposed to be like shocking to like get your reaction. I don't know. What is it? There's a guy on TikTok. I don't know his name, but he's like a uh, an Asian gay man who's very into oh, Taylor Swift. Oh, oh, the video, the, the video the where na- he's like, "This is the- how I waxed." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. I, that guy. He he nares you his, that? his butthole. Uh, I looked for it. I couldn't find it. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I, I went on YouTube and I searched it <laughs> and all I could find were reaction videos. I was like, no, I want to watch the actual video. Stop. And I kept, I searched it like four or five times. And then I looked at my history on YouTube. It was like, my search history was like bad. Different words of like <laughs> butthole, nair, butthole, hairy butthole. And I was oh, like, okay, I need to, my God. I need to clear my history. I cleared my history, but it was still showing up in my search history. And I was like, oh <gasps> shit. Anyways, I never found it though. <laughs> okay. I did look it up. I 
All right. Yeah. I didn't watch that. I did watch uh, Ethan Klein's reaction of it for H3H3. And I, I, all I have imprinted in my mind of that is him going, oh, it's winking at me. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot of reactions to it. I just wanted to see, like, was it as bad as people said it was? Because I yeah. saw another video saying, like, oh, it's just some guy, like, being actually very informative, uh, you know, for you know, the gay community. I was like, that's good. I'm glad. Yeah. Um, but I think he, like... I think there's a little bit of like gaping going on. Oh my god, that word is the worst word on the planet. Sorry, um, but okay, we're we're here. We've we're here. Gone down a, a dangerous tunnel, and yeah, I... we really have gone down a dark place. To be okay. honest, should um, I talk about more scenes I like? <laughs> How do we recover from this? I don't know. I think I'll just keep going. Oh man. Okay. okay. What's Here some other scenes from Coraline you like? Some other scenes from Coraline? I can't believe we've defiled the Coraline episode like this, and it's my <laughs> fault because I took us- No, it's not. I, I brought up the tunnel look like a rectum. Okay, you brought up a rectum, but I'm the one who took us really You, you took deep. us to the, the, the images. Yeah. I took us down a, a journey. Okay, anyway, some scenes I really like also are- I love the scene where Coraline is like- basically asking the other mother to help like play the game with her and i specifically like the moment where Coraline and her have like kind of defined the rules and then the other mother starts tapping her button eye and then Coraline kind of turns away and that sound keeps going and when she turns back the other mother's gone and it's the sink dripping oh yeah yeah i love that little moment um, I really like the way the world looks as, like, each time Coraline recovers one of the ghost children eyes, like, more of the world, like, peels apart and, like, crumbles. And, like, the sound, it's so ASMR. Like, the little sound it makes is so yummy. Um, I really, really like when the other mother's room turns into, like, a big spider web. I, I just think that looks cool because I like bugs. That's my um, favorite part, I think. Yeah. I love once she's gotten through the tunnel away from the other mother and then the other mother's pounding on the door on the other side and it, the door gets closer and closer and she's going like, don't leave me, don't leave me, I'll die without you, like, don't leave me. That's, that is a little bit scary. I, I do I like will that moment. <laughs> kind of a jump scare moment when the, she like, the door's getting closer and closer and she like, her head, her arms pop out and she's like trying to yes. grab Coraline. A little yes. bit of a jump scare, a little bit of a jump scare. I really like that moment, though. Um, I just, I love all of, like, how dark the wonders that the mother makes for Coraline in general. Like, how dark they get. Like, I like the the bad version of those a lot, to be honest. Um, and I love, like, the end scene in general. Just, like, it's so cute to see everyone, like, communing in the garden and, like, kind of getting to do their own thing together. And then, like... That that last exterior shot of the house and the cat's on the sign and then the cat kind of travels back into the other world. Like, I think that's a nice little scene. Um, and I also just really, really, really love the score in this. The score is very good. It's so good. Might be oh one my of my God. favorite parts is the score. Yeah, it's really good. So those are all my like little hyper niche moments. Is there anything I miss that you want to talk about? I really want to emphasize I love the last 25 minutes of this movie a lot. Yeah. Specifically, when Coraline goes back, has to find her parents, and kind of initiates that game with her mom uh, to find mm -hmm. the eyes of the orphans. Yeah. Uh, 
Can you explain to me? I know I'm missing something here. The orphans are. What's the relation to the orphans and like YB's grandma? Is there a relation so, there? Yes. So early, really early in the movie, I think it's when they first meet, YB talks about how his grandma owns the Pink Palace and that she doesn't let kids usually in there because when she was a little girl, she and her sister, her twin sister lived in the Pink Palace and her sister disappeared. So her sister is one of those three ghost children. Um, and I think, so okay, so that's the relation. Thank you for clarifying that. I appreciate You're it. You're so welcome. I do feel like that's kind of not... I thought the grandma would play a bigger role because of that subplot. Mm. YB brings it up so early in the movie, I was convinced while watching this, oh, at some point the grandma will like save Coraline or like enter the other mm. world to help fight the uh, the Beldum. But it feels like it's kind of an afterthought. And like they don't even acknowledge it at the very end does he tell his grandma like oh your mom your sister's dead we found her or something well that that's why he brings her to the garden and then Coraline is like hello like i have so much to tell you is like it's kind of the implication that Coraline gets to be the one to share like her story and her experiences and then thus like what happened to her grandmother's or the grandmother's sister um and then i feel like the big thing too is is like it wouldn't necessarily make sense for the grandma to go into the other world because, first of all, like, the the Beldam only wants children. And also, it's very clear that um, the Beldam didn't want the grandmother. Like, the gran- like, she only took her sister. And, like, the grandmother didn't know anything else about it. And, like, the only thing that really ta- involves the grandmother with the other world is the fact that, like, the grandmother had the doll at first. Because originally the doll looked like her sister. Because that's yeah. the last child that lived in the house. And then once Coraline moved in, the other mother used her magic and turned the doll into Coraline's lookalike. Um, so naturally then, obviously, that's like kind of the, the, the intro to the world in a way is the fact that the grandmother kept the doll in the first place. Okay, two rebuttals. One rebuttal, okay. one question. Okay. <laughs> Rebuttal... I understand that the Beldum doesn't want the grandmother, but I kind of feel like the grandmother should be, I mean, this is her twin sister, you know, somebody who is probably, she was connected to on a very deeply personal level. I feel like it would be an interesting story to kind of investigate further or actually explore more to have a grandma kind of want to find out what happened to her sister. And that's why she enters the other world, because she's been for the last 60 years trying to figure out what happened. Mm. It just feels like a nice, like, oh, okay, well, we're going to give her her kind of her kind of resolution. We're going to give her her moment to kind of uh, be at peace with her sister's death. She's going to go into the other world, find out her sister was killed by the Beldum, and help Coraline kind of close that chapter in her life. <sighs> you can admit no. I'm right. It's okay. No, I disagree. <laughs> I think it needs to be Coraline who solves this problem because it, it in turn also allows her to heal in a, in a way with like the way she's been treated by her parents. Like she gets to find agency in a way that she hasn't really gotten to before. And that's because she's in this environment on her own and has to really like lean into herself in those moments like she can't go run and ask for help because first of all no one would believe her and i think that's a big part of it and i feel like also like 
I feel like, yeah, the grandmother probably really wants to know where her sister's been all this time. But I also think from my understanding, like, once her sister disappeared, like, they moved, like, slightly off the property. Like, it's not like she stayed in the house. Like, they were afraid because it's like, oh, something's wrong. Like, and that's why the grandmother wouldn't let anyone with children rent a, a room in the Pink Palace until Coraline was, she was like, I don't want any more kids in the house. Because, like, YB's not allowed in the house either. So I think it's, like, it's her fear dominating things. Like, she might not know exactly what's going on, but she knows something's wrong. And she's doing, like, what she can to just, like, move on, essentially. Okay. All right. All okay. Right. Well, What's your question? My follow-up question is... That's a nice way to move on from that, by yeah. the way. <laughs> my follow-up question is, why doesn't the Beldum want YB? Um, I think a big part of it is she preys on children who are unhappy in the real world. And I don't think YB's an unhappy child. His I think name he... is YB, Clara. Chill out. He If your <laughs> name was believe... YB, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be if if my name was short for Y born, I would be the most miserable person on this planet. I think Y born and the nickname YB is a cool name. Uh, it might be cool, but what your name is Y born because they're they're That's upset... a cool name. <laughs> a cool name is like fucking Rocket or No, that's stupid. Starstream from Transformers. That's a cool name. What are you talking about? You know what's a cool name? Thunderbolt. That's a cool Stop. name. Stop. Stop. Why porn is not a cool name. I think it's a cool name. Okay. Well Okay. There's anyway. no way. Anyway, he's a well loved by his grandmother. He has a stable home life. He is like a flourishing child, whereas Coraline. Not feels... only is his name Wyborn, but he doesn't oh have God. parents. We don't need to know every little detail about his personal life. It might be complicated. I'm just saying that, like, if my name was Wyborn, I live with my grandma because my parents didn't want me. <gasps> don't project like that. You don't know. You don't know what happened. His, his name is Wyborn. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say, what does the book say? But that he was made up for this movie. Yeah, so. he's not in the he's not in the book. Does the grandma play a, a bigger role in the book? No. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways. Um, <laughs> moving on. Your feelings are valid, though. I understand where you're coming from. Thank you. Of course. I like the last uh, half of this movie still, even though we've been talking about it for the last ten minutes. I yeah. like her searching for the eyeballs. I like her using that little. Uh, I don't know what you call it, like the little like lens thing she gets from oh, um, uh -huh. the Sphinx. Yeah. I like that thing that she uses to find the eyeballs. That's really fun. Made out of taffy. Yes. I really enjoy that. I like the transformation of the house into the spider web. Mm -hmm. I will say, is it a little anticlimactic ending? I don't know. I'm not going to lie to you. What? I feel like the spider fight should have been cooler and it's uh, kind of short. Like She turns into a spider, and it's not a very quick... It's like not really a fight. She just runs away and is able to get away. I think yeah. the, I think it's kind of a... I want to see more of spider Beldum. Mm. I mean, that's fair. It's a very cool design. Like, it looks really cool. You know what so Coraline reminds me of? This movie reminds me of? Uh, James and the Giant Peach? Uh, yes, it does. It does. Okay. Actually, this movie reminds me of a, a video game. I don't know if you've ever played. Ooh. If you haven't, I highly, highly recommend it. You would eat this game up in a heartbeat. You would love it. 
What is it? It's a game called Psychonauts. You ever heard of it? I have not played this, but I feel like I've had... I don't think it was you. I think someone else talked to me about this and was like, this is such a good game. I think you'd like it a lot. Oh, you would, Clara, you would go bananas over that. You would love it. Oh, shit. Okay. It's very, like, heavily stylized. It's about... Um, this kid who's born with like psychic powers and he goes to like psychic school to learn how to use them. <gasps> it's so fun. The world is Oh, I'm sold it already. Is, like yummy world building. Like it's oh my just God. The, the first one came out probably in two thousand oh god, six, two thousand five. <gasps> oh wow. The second one came out maybe two years ago during the pandemic or three years ago. It was like crowdfunded. People were like, We need a oh. psychonauts too. Very fun game. I think it's on Ooh, it might be Xbox only. Maybe that's why you haven't played it. No, I feel like it's definitely... I think I've seen it... I feel like I've seen it in the PlayStation like Plus catalog. If you get a chance to play it, I promise you, you will love it. Just okay. like great world building, really fun gameplay. It's like platformy. It's it's very fun stuff. Um, and Coraline kind of reminds me of it a lot, just in like terms of the characters and kind of like it's uh you you play as a kid and a lot of the people you like fight against are adults it's just like a really mm. fun kind of vibe uh so anyways okay really enjoy it this reminds me of that this movie reminds me of that game a lot that's that's where Ooh. i'm going with it okay cool okay wow all right well anything else should we talk about scene wise before we move on no like I love every I just I love every scene. I think the whole thing is really fun and like so alive and like we I mean we could just sit here and talk about it forever. So let's move on. Let's We'll let's move keep on. Going. Yeah, cuz a lot of things yes. we'll talk about later we'll probably bring up scenes anyway. Okay, so. okay. Yeah, yeah. Secret MVP, who okay. in this movie does not get enough credit for being so great. I had a hard time with this one because I don't know who is great besides Coraline and the mom. I was thinking maybe uh Sergey Ian McShane's character, I like him a lot, but I don't know. Bobinski. Bobinski. I don't think he gets enough credit sometimes, but like, I feel like this is it the Spinks, the two the two sisters. Yeah. I feel like they get enough credit. People always remind mm. think of them. I don't know. Is there a secret MVP for you? I swear to God, this is not a bit. I wrote down YB as oh, my fucking secret MVP. <laughs> fucking YB. You know, my, my MVP is the metal hand at the end because it should have killed YB at the end. Boo! Boo! boo stop! <laughs> boo! I... Boo! Ah, I really like YB. I like I like regular YB and I also really like other YB. I like and other I, YB as well because he doesn't talk. Oh my God, you're just like the other mother. <laughs> <laughs> Let him speak! Let him speak! Um... <laughs> Yeah, I love I love YB. I think he's such a fun character, and I also he's I mean he's a guy after my own heart because he loves hunting for slugs in the in the fog, and I would do that too. He so. has a cool bi- uh, bike riding mask. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's so badass. I do like it. I do like that. Yeah. Oh, I love him. Would Edward Cullen like this movie? What do you think? I said no for a very specific reason. Oh my gosh, I said yes for it like it's obvious it's so broody and dark and he's so broody and dark what is the reason that you think he would hate this movie i think he would be really distracted and freaked out because the little girl sounds exactly like volturi terry terror oh my gosh 
it's Jane. He's going to be like, what's Jane? True. What, what is true. this witchcraft? <laughs> this is true. Dakota Fanning is a yeah. Voltari. Yeah. And I also think he'd be kind of offended by the vampire bat dogs. You think he would? Yeah, I think he'd be like, we don't even hang upside down like that. This is true. He would probably be a yeah. little bit upset by that characterization. He's such a little brooding baby. Like, he's just a... I also think he would be the one to leave on Rotten Tomatoes. Think of the children. This is too scary. You think so? Oh, yeah. You want to know why? I'm in his head so deep right now because I'm reading Midnight Sun. Oh, my gosh. Are you? It's amazing. Is it? It might be, it might be my favorite Twilight book now. What? It's, I'm not done yet, so we'll see, but it's so fucking good. Isn't it just and the first book, but in, from Edward's perspective? Yes, but there's just so much, like, I just, I'm more, if at the end of the day, I'm way more interested in, like, the vampires and werewolves, you know? And so it's fun being in their headspace and, like, seeing all of the things the vampires were doing, like, when Edward was, like, first falling in love with Bella and all of that, like, oh my god, they wanted to kill her so bad. It's so crazy. Well... That makes sense. Does it talk about how he thinks Jacob is a better suit suitor for her? Because, you know, he was only attracted to her because of her scent? Not yet. So far in the book, he's not aware of Jacob as, like, a person. Oh, I mean, it's only the first yeah. movie, I guess, so that makes sense. Yeah, well, he'll 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 find out about Jacob at some point in this because Jacob, like, shows up to prom to, like, tell Bella to not date edward anymore oh so yeah. that might be their first interaction i don't remember if there's one other time they kind of would brush paths but i don't think so because like edward can't go on the res yeah, and the like res. jacob jacob's not going off the res as much in the first one and he's not at her um, school either yeah exactly so yes and because bella in so far what i've read bella's already gone to la push and back um, but like Bella hasn't brought up Jacob and Got obviously it. Edward didn't go. So yeah. Um, okay. Wow. Yeah. But I really like it. But so, yeah, I'm just, I'm really in Edward's head right now. I know how he thinks and feels. Um, I just don't think he'd like Coraline. <laughs> well, you're, you're the resident expert on this. I will default to you being correct. Okay. What was your big reason why you thought he would like it though? It's just so broody and rainy. Like, there's not a lot of sunlight in this movie. So he's probably like, oh, "Oh, yeah, it's so dark and, like, broody. I love dark and broody. It is an organ. I feel like he would love the Pink Palace. I feel like he would live there. Aw, he probably would, actually. So that's that was my reasoning. But Okay, okay. Yeah, maybe he would be offended by the vampire dogs, I guess. Yeah, and I just, I think he'd be really freaked out hearing Jane talk. He'd be like, oh my God. That's probably the biggest thing is that Dakota Fanning is a literal Voltori. Yeah. Let's move on to a new segment. Uh, How iconic is blank? Basically, I I will say the sentence, how iconic is something? And then you'll tell me how iconic it is. Easy. Ooh, okay, fun. Okay. How iconic is the Pink Palace? Ooh, I'd say like a nine. Okay, you're being so, I love you to death. What are so you much. talking about? So much. I really do. But I think you need to take a step back from the Clara Stop. world, from Coraline Stop. world, and really recognize, you think if you went up to somebody on the streets of Washington and said, hey, you want to live at the Pink Palace one day? You think they'd go, oh, yeah, I love that place from Coraline. 
No, I think they would all go, I absolutely do not want to live in the Pink Palace because I would get murdered by the Beldum. No, they would They would say to you, what the <laughs> hell is a Pink Palace, strange person? No, if I showed them a picture of the Pink Palace, they would go, oh my god, yeah, I love that movie. Okay, I'm going to say it's about a seven. Fine. <laughs> we'll agree at eight, how about that? No, let's do seven. I'm okay. conceding now because I'm sure the rest of this is us going to be bickering. So I'm going to concede early. <laughs> How iconic is just Coraline the movie? Oh, a nine. I can agree with that one. I agree okay, with that. okay. Thank I think you. if you were to say to somebody, what's your favorite stop motion animation movie? Mm. Out of 10 people, what? Seven, eight would say Coraline? Yeah. Maybe I feel more? Like- I, f- I feel like a better way to put it would be just like what like if you think of a stop motion movie like what's the movie you think, you think of? of yeah that's a good yeah. one too mm-hmm. what are the movies we think people would think of um so I think they do Coraline I think they would do Fantastic Mr. Fox yeah I think they would I think they would maybe do like Paranorman. I feel like that one's no. really popular. You don't think Par- Paranorman's popular? You're missing one obvious one. Is it Kubo? Are I'm you thinking of Kubo? More obvious. What am I missing? I feel so silly. Nightmare on Elm, uh, not Elm Street. Nightmare on Before Christmas. Oh, oh my God. We've been over. See, we went into this when we did that like <laughs> animation tier list. Like, I, I know. Just, and I'm I pretty could- sure I said Nightmare on Elm Street back then too. Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> I always say that instead of Nightmare for Christmas. It always yeah. happens. Anyways, Nightmare Anyways, for if, sure, though. If First of all, listen to our old episode where we rank all of animation and we do a tier list. But also, uh, I'll say it again like I said it there. I, do, I don't care for Nightmare before Christmas. Okay, you may not care for it. But I think <laughs> if people were to think of stop motion, Nightmare okay, would okay. be yeah. toe-to-toe with Coraline... More than Fox, I would say. Ooh, uh, yeah, you might be right on that. I think yeah. you underestimate how fucking popular Nightmare is. I, I live in California, underest- and <sighs> Disneyland is obnoxious, Clara. I know. I know. I've been there for Halloween. I know. I. This is the thing. I don't underestimate it. I just refuse to acknowledge it. It's just not in my world. I'm just. I'm not thinking about it. You're a Coraline person until the day you die. Exactly. I've chosen my soldier, and it's not Jack Skellington. It's, yeah, not the Pumpkin King, that's for sure. No, definitely not. <laughs> How many Blink-182 songs are about Coraline, though? That's true. But, I mean, you, you don't even... I, they're just cowards. Everyone's afraid because the, <laughs> the music is already too good. Like, no one wants to compete with the actual songs. That's fair. So, that's why. Okay. <laughs> How iconic is Henry Selick? Ooh. Oh, I don't know. I think I'd say like a seven. I agree with you. I okay. agree with you. You okay. know what my main reason is? Why? Tim Burton. Yeah, I think that's the problem is everyone gets them mixed up. Yeah, I think too many people will automatically just assume. I mean, like we read a review earlier and right. someone said Tim Burton style movie. Yeah. And so because of Tim Burton's like just popularity Mm -hmm. you could argue not unwarranted popularity but 
You mean like Nightmare on El- on God, I fucking did it again. <laughs> Dude, it is not on purpose. I promise you. I believe you. Don't worry. Live your truth. This Dude, it's is so fine. frustrating. I'm so angry with myself right now. No, we know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't get. I don't even like. I like that movie, but like, I don't love that movie. I don't like watch so, it every day. It just. I think Nightmare on Elm Street rolls off the tongue a little better than Nightmare Before Christmas. Truly, I think that's why. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. why. I Anyways, what Nightmare Before Christmas is widely you know a tim burton creation but it's a henry Selleck right. movie right but it's known as tim burton's nightmare before christmas yeah and so i think Selleck just kind of never i mean he, we two cinephiles to people involved in this world he is you know one of a kind a great a, yeah a, a, a master great. at this kind mm-hmm. of genre type of filmmaking at this medium of animation but to the general public, he I think he still kind of lives in this Tim Burton shadow. Unfairly, but I think he does. Yeah. So that's I why I kind of lean towards Seven as well. Mm. Last one. Okay. How iconic is stop motion animation? Ooh. Oh. Do you think it also lives in the shadows of kind of other forms of animation? <sighs> kind of, yeah. I feel like... Guillermo would want us to say it's a 10, but I don't think it is a 10. And no. I, but I want it to be, I probably like a 7 again. Or do you think lower? No, I'm, I'm on board with a 7, and I think okay, that okay. Guillermo would understand. I think it really yeah. boils down to, again, iconic is more not a, an indicator of quality, just right. a more of an indicator of popularity, if anything. Yeah. And well, I think that, that yeah. Mm. as a as a kind of genre or not genre, it's not genre as a type of medium of telling Mm -hmm. stories. It's amazing. You and I both love it. Yeah. But it's not a form of animation that I think the general public tends to a gravitate towards and B really kind of think of immediately when they think of animation. I mean, Mm -hmm. naturally when people think of animation, they're thinking of 2d and and kind of 3d. They're never really thinking of anything beyond that. Yeah, and I feel like a part of that is because there's so few studios who are committed to animating with stop motion. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. Tragic. Tragic indeed. We Uh, need more stop motion movies. We do. Have we even gotten one this year? Uh, Not this year. Last year was a good year for it, though. Last year we we got two. Three. Three. Four. Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The house. We got a lot. Yeah. Pinocchio. Yeah. Uh, Wendell and Wild. Yep. And Mad one God. more. Mad God. Mad God. Mad God. Yeah. Yeah. So we got, it was a yeah. good year for stop motion. This yeah. year. It's a little dry. A little dry. Next year we're getting a new Leica though. Well, we are. Well. Depending we'll on the see. strike, I guess. Uh, it could know, be we'll pushed see. to 2025. I yeah, wouldn't be we'll surprised. Yeah. But uh, Leica will be back in play, which is always a good kind of good thing yes. for us so yeah all right okay. next segment is a new segment that i made up i was in the shower one day and i thought of it and i was like this is an awesome idea wow ready? shower thoughts okay ready cold take warm take hot take oh tell me a cold take a cold take is like something you think people would agree with immediately okay a warm take is a progressively more uh 
it's a warm take. It's something that you think maybe half people would agree, half people wouldn't. And then a hot take, which is, you know, it's a hot take. I have mine. Are you ready? Yeah, let's hear yours. Cold take. It's not that scary, people. People need to calm down. It's my cold take. (laughs) It's it's creepy, but it's not scary. I think people who are over the age of 13 need to grow up. Is that cold? Yeah, I think that's cold. Okay. Warm take. Uh Oh, you ready? I'm ready. This (laughs) This is the second best Henry Selleck movie. Whoa! Now, now, hold first? on, hold on. Is it James and the Giant Peach? Or put, is it, he did James and the Giant Peach, didn't he? He did. He did. Okay, and you putting that first? So I would, I personally would put that first. Is but it I think of the sexy spider? That sexy spider is sexy. <laughs> That's one sexy spider. We talked about that during the animation episode too. We definitely did. Uh, that yeah. is one sexy spider. This is correct. Yeah, French and everything. Yeah. True. Um, okay. So wow. on a personal level, it's a warm okay, okay. take. But I think that okay. beyond me and you and maybe like a hand, 50% of the world, okay. the other 50% would say Nightmare is his best movie. Mm. Mm. What so a I- weird thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for you and I maybe, but... Mm. I, no. I, I if I were to go to Disneyland and say, "Oh yeah, Nightmare is the best Henry Selleck movie," I would be getting a lot of high fives. Yeah, but do you really want high fives from the Disney adults? No, no, no. Although I will, I need to admit to you something. What? I really want to go back. I might get a pass. No, I think you should. Like I like when I when we still lived in California, we had passes, and it was so. I mean, okay. Here's the thing, though, is. Passes back in like the 2000s were way more worth it than I feel like now. They're still worth it if you go at you least reckon? like two times a month. You're you're getting your okay. your worth out of it. It's, okay, okay. Tickets okay. are expensive, so if you make it a point to go at least twice a month, it's worth it. Yeah. It's like an AMC okay. list, you know. Okay. That I being mean, said, <coughs> yeah, I think you should do it because I like I just think you need to do it for everyone well, now that you lived in LA. I probably won't now because I'm currently making zero dollars uh, a month right, due to the strike. Right, but once I'm back right. to working, we'll probably yeah. do it. But the question is, this is the kind of the, the main question. Does okay. owning a Disney pass make you a Disney adult? No. no what no, makes no. you a Disney adult? They're the people who like are like living, breathing Disney. So if I change my TikTok name from Cinema Joe to Disney Joe. Oh, don't do that. Yeah, that would not, not that. look that would be bad optics right now. That would Let be me terrible tell you optics. That, <laughs> that would look so bad right now. Look <laughs> at Disney theme parks, Joe. <laughs> no, no, I almost oh, changed it to Strike wow. Joe, but I was like, I was what if I can't change it back? I was kind of I, kind of nervous. Someone someone would absolutely have taken it. Oh, you think so? It. Oh, I mean you have Oh, my fake name. Accounts. Yeah. 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 There's enough like fake cinema Joes out there already. Yeah. You'd lose your name fast. Good point. Um. Anyways. Yeah. <clears throat> anyways. Uh. Go- <laughs> going back. What's your What's your like hot hot take? My hot take. Are you ready? Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My hot take is this is the second best Leica movie. I knew you were gonna say that because you love Kubo. <laughs> I love Kubo too. I do love Kubo a lot. Honestly, though, I think I'd put Kubo third. 
What? Over you're putting Paranorman second? I don't think you understand how much I love Paranorman. Clearly, I don't, because you're putting Kubo <laughs> third. But to be fair, I've also I haven't seen Kubo as much as Paranorman and Coraline, and I do think that is heavily influencing me. Maybe we'll do Kubo next month. Okay, I'd be super down. Okay, those are my uh, my cold, warm, and hot take. What's yours? Okay, my cold take is they made the cat's voice so sexy. That's Keith David is just uh, yeah such a good well he's a great actor but also a great voice actor he um, yeah he's phenomenal he was a voice actor in a video game series that I you also should play if you haven't already it's called it? Mass Effect I still haven't played Mass Effect I really need to dude you would love Mass Effect too it's I so feel like good I, would too. I feel like you've told me that and I'm always like oh I'm gonna do it and then I keep downloading other games instead because I get distracted that's okay Mass Effect is uh, amazing it's one of my favorite franchises. Mm. Well, the fourth one was really bad, but that was unrelated oh. to the original trilogy. It was like a spin-off oh. game. Oh, okay. Um, I see. I see. But the original trilogy, very, very good. And mm. Keith David voices one of the main characters in that. So he kind of uh, has a, I have a soft spot for Keith David. Mm. Okay, good, good cold take, though. Okay, thank you. My warm take is... Hmm... Terry Hatcher should be a much more consistent like voice actor in the industry, and I think it's evil that she's not. It's strange because as soon as I heard her voice, I was like, oh, I know this person. And then I looked mm -hmm. her up, and I was like, oh, it's this person. And oh, she's you thought not it was someone else? I thought it was maybe someone more recognizable, but like, I'll bet you that most people, when we read her name off earlier, didn't immediately recognize who that she was. That's so devastating to me because she's so, like, monumental to my childhood. Partially because of her voice acting Coraline, but you more so... You big Desperate so, Housewives fan? I love Desperate Housewives. Shut the fuck I up. I was kind of joking, uh, but okay. Oh, no. I'm obsessed with... I have, like, the first three seasons on DVD. Like, I what? love... I loved... Desperate Housewives was, like, my favorite thing ever as a kid because it always played right after American Idol. And so my family and I would watch American Idol... And then I would pretend to fall asleep and my parents wouldn't move me right away. And then I'd get to watch Desperate Housewives. And it was the most, oh, it was such a yummy show. I love Desperate Housewives. All right. Well. Oh, my God. Okay. There we go. Also, Terry Hatcher's in um, Spy Kids. Who is she in Spy Kids? She plays uh, like a double agent kind of girl. Sounds vaguely familiar. I just haven't seen right? Spy Kids in a while. Like she, I think she's the one who shows up somewhere before Junie and Carmen get to like the main place where their parents are, and she's like, "Oh, I'm here to help you." And then they figure out that like she's like not a, a oh, helper. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're gonna watch that soon. Sure. I think that's gonna be our our bonus episode for Patreon. Ooh, I texted you earlier, yay. Freaky Friday, but I'm I think you mentioned Spy Kids first. I think that's where we should go. I love Spy Kids. Okay, we'll do that. Okay. There we go. That's our Patreon cool. pitch. If you want a bonus episode on Patreon, you're getting Boom. anime, you're getting horror, you're getting A24, and now potentially Spy Kids. Yeah. There we go. Okay, there what's you your go. hot take? Um, my hot take is that this movie is better than Kubo. <laughs> I mean, whatever. That's all I'll say about it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't have a good response to that right now. I don't have an actual good hot take, but I mean, that's, because I think that's hot-ish. Okay, I just feel like I've. I think we've made it very clear that my opinions in general about Coraline are hot. Because... I know, so I say everything you feel about this movie is already hot. Yeah, that was my thought too. So <laughs> there we go. All right, let's move to intrusive thoughts. Okay. Thoughts we had about this movie. I have a bunch. You ready? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. The Jones family, terrible tippers. They were going to tip I'm... the Jones! Like I... a dollar. I'm actually going to lose my mind. I'm taking a picture right now because I wrote like almost word for word what you just said it's true terrible tippers i literally wrote the jones family are terrible in all caps tippers i wrote it all caps too stop i swear to god God. i'm gonna take a picture of it right now as well oh my god the jones family are terrible tippers that's so fucking funny we are best friends for a reason i know so ever since the pandemic i've been I've always been a good tipper, but since the pandemic, I've been hyper, hyper conscious Me of my too. tipping. Um, of you know what I do now when I order Uber Eats or DoorDash, mm. which by the way, since moving to LA, so much cheaper. It's so awesome. Really? Well, in San Diego, I lived in a in like a, I lived in a city, like I lived in a really popular city, mm. but there wasn't a lot of fast food oh. around me. Also, everything, all delivery fees were like. Sometimes ninety nine cents, but some usually like one to three dollars. Now wow. that I'm in LA, everything is like a dollar shipping. Um, sometimes forty nine cents. I feel like, and I have every oh. fast food place at the palm of my hand. It's beautiful. It's amazing. But wow. where I'm going with this is that I have been so conscious of tipping because I think mm-hmm. it's in- incredibly important to be tipping the drivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I always meet them outside. Always. Oh. Now, it's different for me because I live in an apartment mm-hmm. where there's a gate to get in and obviously there's like 30 units. But, oh, wow. you know, if it's a house, it'd be different. I would let them come to the front of my door. But because mm-hmm. of an apartment, I always meet them outside because I always see people walk in to the apartment complex and just believe. And they look lost. They look lost and like Aww. they're like frustrated you know they, they, they have a uber eats is not easy and so like if i can no. make their job any easier by just meeting them outside i will so anyways Preach. that is my uh spiel on uber eats okay. i'm a good tipper i always tip yeah. well the jones family terrible tippers terrible tippers they tipped one dollar a dollar for, for mov- movers to moving do you know how From- hard moving is and they moved from Michigan to Oregon. Wild. If I got That's tipped so a dollar long. for moving them from Michigan to Oregon, I would put their furniture back outside. I would egg their house. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm glad okay. we agree on that. Okay. What's one you had? <laughs> um, well, you got that one. Okay. Um, oh, okay. This is like an intrusive thought, but I also wanted to ask you. I kept getting so distracted by how good all the food in this movie looks. Oh my gosh, I wrote down mango milkshake. Do you think that'd be any good? Oh, yeah, I love I love mango milkshakes. Um Wait, in real life? Yeah, and like sm- mango smoothies and I love, stuff. Yeah, I love I, mango smoothies as well. If I'm having like a fruit-based one, I always want it to be mango. I agree. I agree. Um, mango wow, all the look way. At us. Okay, so, but so my question was going to be what like out of everything we see, what would you want to eat the most? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, they had like a turkey dinner at one point, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm a big turkey guy. I love turkey. See, I'm like, I'm kind of almost freaked out by how in line we are right now. Because I didn't mention the turkey, but I also wrote down from that dinner, I really wanted the mashed potatoes and gravy from yeah, the gravy the thanks- train. Yeah, the Thanksgiving dinner-esque they had was very, very yummy. Very delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. That's one of my intrusive thoughts. Is Wyborn the worst name given oh to a child God. ever in movie no. history? No. No. What's worse? Um. Uh, I don't know, but it's not. It's not Wyborn. I like Wyborn. There is one that's worse. What? It's Renesme. There you go. That's the worst. That's maybe the worst name I've ever heard in my whole life. Okay, yeah. You can't even... Don't even get... Don't come after Wyborn when Renesme is out there. Ugh. I hate that name. Renesme. It's so bad. I I almost wish that Renesme was a boy because then her name would have been EJ. Yeah. We talked about this in the Twilight episode. Yeah. You know Stephanie Myers was like, I'm so clever. Renesme is just so clever. Yeah, and I said it in the Twilight episode, I'm sure, too, but I just think it's such bullshit because Renee is a terrible mother. And Renee's she a terrible be, mom. She's so she's bad. She's a terrible mother, and she should not be <laughs> immortalized like that. I know, I know. You know what I like finding in movies recently? What? I like when I see a meme in real life, like on like internet culture, in a movie. So, like, have oh. you seen the dad meme? With him at the computer? With him at the computer looking, like, all miserable yeah. and tired? Yeah. I just want to point out, when I, that happened, I was like, oh, that's a meme. That's a meme. I was very excited. So you were like the meme where it's Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. The yeah. Screen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, all goes full circle. Yeah. I was there we go. the Leo meme when I saw the dad okay. meme. All right. Is that the same meme where it's like, are you winning, son? No, that's a different meme, huh? No, no, no. Yeah, that's a different one. Okay. 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 Anyways, that's what I wrote down. Um, okay. Um, I wrote down one other question I wanted to ask you, which is, what do you think the three wonders the other mother would make to, like, lure you in would be? Ooh, wow, what a question. Sorry, I should have told you I was going to ask you this in advance so you could think about it. Like, like food-wise or, like... No, no, no. Just, like, what could they do to lure me in, period? Like, I'm thinking specifically, like, the three wonders for Coraline were the garden and then the, like, mouse circus and then, the, like, the spink performance. Oh, like, is that what that's, have, that's what that's called? Okay. Yes, the three wonders. So I'm wondering, so it's more like it's bigger, like, it could be food related, but it'd be almost like on a bigger scale. A bigger somehow. scale, okay. Yeah. Uh, a movie theater playing okay. old movies. Um, yeah. My old, like, all my favorite old movies. So, like. Okay. Anything old and fun, just mm. in an old movie theater. Mm-hmm. I would say a big video game room where all my friends Ooh. are there. They're like the okay. other the other friends, other friends, and nice. we're all playing uh, Mario Party. Fun. That's a good. That's a good wonder. I would. That's I would a... be sucked into that immediately. I like that. Okay, another one. Or, or, or Mario one. Kart, you know, one or the other. Of course, of course, of course. Last one would last be... One. Damn. I'm I know, it's kind of hard. Pretty simple. It would have to be something food related. It would have to be like, mm-hmm. just like a really good New York style pizza. Pepperoni. Ooh. 
Oh wow. no, just Costco pizza. I love Costco pizza. Oh, I love Costco pizza. Costco pizza. I mean, I've had a lot of pizza in my life. Costco pizza tends to be it's so fucking consistently good. always amazing. Yeah. Oh uh, my yeah, God. Costco pizza. Let's go to Costco Yum. pizza. That's mine. Okay. What about yours? Okay, for mine, I wrote that it would be like a huge library with all the books and movies that I could ever want. Um, and then it would be like a big like auditorium setting where all the like most cutting edge scientists in the world would come and give little TED Talks for me. Oh, okay. And I could ask them any questions I wanted. Not a room full of slugs and bugs? Well, some of them would be bug and animal, like gastropod scientists, and they would bring me slugs and snails that way. Okay. And they would talk to me about it. Okay. So there we go. Loophole. You know, maybe I, one of my wonders is uh, a room where I can smash spiders all day. Oh, my God. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't think the other mother would do that because she's like a spider. Mm, okay, maybe salt on snails. What is wrong with I'm you? Just, I'm just kidding. I'm just... Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just I'm... kidding. Oh my god! My heart is so <laughs> sad. That's horrible. I'm, okay. I would not do that. Anyway, my last. Okay, stop. My <laughs> my last wonder would be: I'd want like a big forest. That's like a rainforest, like a like the rainforest in Washington. So not like a like South America rainforest. Like oh, okay, the, okay. Like the, the rainforest like, cafe. Oh no, no. But I am really fixated on the rainforest cafe right now. But we're gonna just move past that. Um, no, more like the Olympic National Forest up here. Which oh, is I like see, a, I see. Yes, yes, yes. So like, like Washington, like PNW style, like foliage and trees, but like rainforest. It's so cool. I'd want that kind of forest, and then I'd want like some like interconnected tree houses that are like super cozy and like. Oh, cool. I see. Okay. Yeah. All right. Those are pretty Those good are too. Thanks. I feel like we were good at that. We were. Um, we were good at that. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think. My last big intrusive thought is something I just kept thinking about the whole time, which is that this is the first time I watched my Steelbook copy of the movie, which it comes on Blu-ray and then 4K HD. And if you are able to play 4K HD DVDs, I highly recommend Does it investing look good? in it joe it looks so good oh wow like it blew me away it looks incredible in 4k so i highly recommend i mean also like the cover art is gorgeous for it um so highly highly recommend the Coraline steelbook if you can get your hands on it amazing all right cool i have no other intrusive thoughts for you perfect let's move to our final segment three movies to recommend to listeners who love or like Coraline. Okay. I got a couple. Are you ready? I th- yeah, I think you should go first. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll go first. James and the Giant Peach. A great one. Other Henry Selleck, stop motion, about mm. a kid who, you know, goes, not doesn't really go to a different, like, world, but mm. in a weird way, he does go into a different world, a world that's yeah. a peach is giant, and he gets to hang yeah. out with bugs, and it's a, mm-hmm. it's a fun time. Yeah. Spirit Away is the other one I would recommend. That one is, I feel like, well, one, obvious, but two, it it does kind of deal with the same thing about a young girl who is kind of at odds with her parents and then gets transported to this 
other world and has to mm-hmm. find a way to save her parents. To save her parents. Wow. That's a really good one. Thank you. Thank you. And the last one. <sighs> I don't know. You, you could go. I could go Kubo just because like more Leica. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking Pan's Labyrinth is kind of fun. Okay. I mean, no, another girl who is visiting a different dimension, a little bit different in terms of like her circumstances, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fine with either of those things. So let's go Pan's. Okay. Check out Pan's I... if you haven't already. See, this is why I wanted you to go first because I also wrote down pans, but I also oh, did my thing where I wrote too many down. And so I was like, okay, yeah. if, if you do pans, then I don't have to say it. But Perfect. I also wrote down pans. Um, <laughs> so I will say James and Giant Peach, Spirit Away, okay. and Pans Labyrinth. Those are my three. Okay, cool. Um, All right. I'm, I'm trying to decide which ones out of mine I really want to do. I mean, you know how this goes. I'll tell you to do three, and then you'll and then say you'll your let three. Me say more. And then I'll say, go ahead, Clara, say the other ones real quick. Okay. So I went, thank you. You're I welcome. went, um, for this, I went a little darker for a couple of mine as like extra, like, oh, you think Coraline's creepy? Okay, try this. Um, so I would recommend... You think Coraline Street creepy? You should watch Martyrs? Is that what you did? I did not... No, because we've talked about this before. I will never in good conscience recommend Martyrs to someone. That's fair. Like, I I can't... Like, I think if there's anyone I'd say you should give it a try, it'd probably be you. Because yeah. like, we're so close and I know what you can handle. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. think I would ever willingly tell someone to watch Martyrs. <laughs> totally fair. I would never as yeah. well. Yeah. I love Martyrs. I really like Martyrs, actually. But... I yeah um okay anyway <laughs> the ones I wrote down as recommendations would be Good Night Mommy oh I love um, Good Night Mommy Good Night Mommy is super good if you're not familiar it's um, the original it's by the, the way the original from 2014 not the um, fucking prime one from no. last year no 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 this one is the original I think it's Austrian it is Austrian I'm pretty sure yep austrian horror film in which these two twins their mother goes away and gets cosmetic surgery and she comes back and her face is bandaged up so you can only really see her eyes and the twins become convinced that this person is not their actual mother um good choice and it kind of thank you i was like ooh, that one's kind of fun another one kind of in the same vein would be um mama from 2013 i never saw mama <gasps> i i Definitely in the minority, but I really like Mama. I watched Mama a lot when I was, like, early teens. Okay. And I just thought it was so interesting. But it's, um, Guillermo uh, produced it, which I think is cool, too. He produced it, and it was directed by uh, Muschietti, I'm pretty sure. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. Um, So great team working on it. But it's basically about these two little girls who um disappear into the woods one day and then they're kind of refound later on and they talk about how they were being cared for by a mom um but no one knows what they're talking about and it turns out that they have been um kind of adopted by like a paranormal entity known as mama and mama comes looking for her babies yeah um so i like that one as a recommendation too because it's kind of like creepy mother-esque um and then I think my other main one would be, I would say, Alice in Wonderland from 2010. So the Tim Burton one, um, just because it's a, a girl who is unhappy with her current circumstances, kind of falling into another world and getting sucked into it. Perfect. Cool. All right. Go ahead and rapid fire list the okay. other ones you wrote down. Okay. My I'm rapid really pull fire. pulling your, your arm here. I know. Gosh, Joe, I don't even want to say that. I know. I know. <laughs> 
I just have two though, so I kept it a little more light this time. But my other two I would recommend would be Eyes Without a Face from 1960. Ooh, good um, movie, scary movie. Good movie, very scary, but kind of fun. In the, uh, I'm not gonna go. You know who loves that movie? Who? Guillermo del Toro. Oh, look at me! I, I remember just, reading uh, an article two years ago, him saying that's like one of his favorite horror movies ever. Really? Oh my god! I'm just yep. in tune with him today too. You really are. Um, and then the other one I would recommend is We Go Way Back from 2006, which is a film directed by the late uh, Lynn Shelton, um, which is a really cool little indie film, basically about like a 23 year old woman who kind of starts being haunted by like her judgmental 13 year old self. Amazing. Yeah. I've never heard of that until right now, but I will add it to my own watch list to try to watch it. It's a neat it's a neat movie and I Lynn Shelton was a really, really incredible director and we lost her too soon and That's I like telling people to check her out. Amazing. All right. Cool. We've, okay, we did it. Uh, we did our three recommendations and uh we are now at the end of our episode on Coraline. Wow. What an episode. We talked about <sighs> so many things. Yeah. Some appropriate. Yeah. Some. Some not. Not appropriate. But you know no. what? That's the uh, beauty of a podcast, everybody. Yeah. Good thing we're not sponsored. Good. Well, you know what? <laughs> Even if we were, who cares? People People love uh, inappropriate stuff, I think, right? That's true. But I think if we were sponsored, we couldn't say... Like, I don't think certain sponsors would be like, oh, I don't want you to talk about our company when you're talking about... Talking about rectums and blue waffles? Can you imagine? We're like, speaking of blue waffle, we're sponsored today by HelloFresh. Like, can you imagine if we, d- if we did that? Uh, oh, my God. We're take a quick break and go to Audible now where you can listen to great <laughs> stories. Anyways, uh, we're back to the blue waffle. Yeah. Uh, you're right. Yeah. Maybe. We're not sponsored by HelloFresh or Audible, by the way. We're not. Uh, maybe <laughs> we're not. in the future one day we can be, but uh, until then, no. we're going to talk about all the blue waffles we want. Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> we'll, we'll fucking do it. Anyways, Coraline. Wow. What an episode. Um, Final rating out of five? Five. <clears throat> okay, Six. cool. Six. Six. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What would you give it? Three? Three and a half? I'm no, guessing. it's a four. A four? A okay, four. okay. Four At least great. a four. Four is a great score. Yeah, a four is a good score. It's a yeah, good score. You really know, good score. I might do a 4.5. We'll see. Really? Our conversation today was really not eye-opening, but it did make me mm. feel better about certain things I was, uh, you know, certain okay, apprehensions okay. I was having. Okay, okay. Well, but also just follow your heart. Yeah, no, I always, okay. I'm not afraid of giving ratings. Although today I gave Back to the Future Part 3 a three and a half mm-hmm. and people are i mean people are wild on the internet in general were they butthurt about it look at this comment i'm gonna read this comment i got when okay. I, I, three and a half by the way for back to future is not a bad it's score. good it's a good score three and a half um, in general is a good score and i now i'm wondering if this person thought i gave the first back to the future three and a half oh but maybe i don't know so i gave it three and a half and someone put Three and a half is criminal. Go fuck yourself. <gasps> and so I just responded, cry harder. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone was like, um, Cinema Joe reviews without a critique of a movie and rates it net positive. Internet, you unabashed hater. I ought to attempt to emasculate you because this take is so wrong. It means you are a garbage human being. People oh are just basically God. defending me in the comments from this person. Well, that's nice. Because yeah, like, 
people get so like wrapped up in it's all made up numbers it's not it's all <clears throat> none of it's real none of it's real except i understand like being like whoa it's you know surprise at rating sometimes but it's not like i, I gave it, like I give it like a one i mean no, the average my, score for part three is a three point it's a three point five Oh, then yeah. And my thing too is is like I'm absolutely like surprised by people's ratings sometimes, but I never go and comment and be like, Your rating's dumb. Oh yeah. Well that's because we're like fucking civilized human beings with a brain. We're mature and we'll just talk shit about them on the podcast. Oh yeah. Well, there we go. (laughs) I mean that won't happen all the time, but No. Um Yeah, I would never go on someone's profile or review. I can't imagine. Like I just I just don't take other people's opinions that seriously. Unless they know. say something like, well, I still wouldn't. Like, I just don't care enough to comment on people's reviews. But if, you know, like exactly. a few of the Barbie reviews are like half star, uh, this movie oh, hates yeah. men. Like, yeah, I would comment saying like, oh, you're you're a incel bitch. Like, maybe. Oh, wow. Well, wow. I, I didn't. I, I, I mean, Speaking I haven't. But, you know, I mean, like, you're not wrong. I'm not. I'm also <laughs> not wrong. Correct. Um. Like those types of people commenting, like I, I can understand where they're coming from, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, wild people are hmm. crazy, dude. They are crazy. Anyways, um, okay. Coraline is great. Everybody should watch it. Thank you for listening to this episode. Yeah. Next week we have an episode. Uh, we are revisiting. What are we revisiting? Two thousands legend holes. Two thousands legend. Holes digging up up holes. Dig it. Clara texts me. I am Clara not only texts me they were crying, but texts me a photo (laughs) of themselves crying (laughs) during two thousands classics holes. I spoiler alert, I cried so much during holes. You know when I cried is when when Zero's like, wanna drink sploosh? I was like, why are we calling this fucking sploosh? It's what a name. Well, that's conversations to save for the yeah, podcast we'll, next week. We'll save it. Yes, we'll talk about it there. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're talking holes next week, and then we're, I'm revisiting Casino Royale with uh, Nate. So that should be very fun. Ooh, Nate! Yay! And then I'm going to be revisiting uh, Lizzie McGuire movie with you. And then yep. for the Patreon side of things, you and I have been talking about Attack on Titan. Yep. We are we finished season one, episodes one through fifteen. We're entering season two, kind of. Yep. Um, we are also talking about 20th Century Women on, on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Pearl on Patreon. Yep. And it looks like we're talking about Spy Kids for Patreon. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of horror stuff. Uh, what else we talked about? On the horror side, me and Sydney talked about Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. As Above, So Below, which, uh, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, still sucks. Yeah, not my favorite. And we talked about Gonjiam Haunted Asylum. Ooh. Fun movie. Highly recommend it. Okay, word. Enjoyed that a lot. Uh, and then that's uh, that's all on Patreon side. So if any of that interests you, check it out. Uh, you can subscribe to Patreon for as low as $3 to get access to every single episode I just mentioned. Uh, mm. There are different tiers. You can also check out to see what those perks are. But yeah, that's uh, that's my spiel. Clara, any final words? Um. Oh, the last time we did a public episode, we teased it, but now I can actually say it. 
I was on the Letterbox Show podcast. This is true. I thought last time we we promoted it, but we just teased it. You're correct. We teased it because I was really scared that something would go wrong and the episode wasn't going to be able to come out. Worry wart. (laughs) Clara texted me like, what if my microphone wasn't working? What if my audio's bad? Like, oh, And it wasn't. I I listened to it. No. Beautiful audio. Oh, thank God. Yeah, it was very good. I, I will admit I have not listened to it because... The whole ever since we recorded, I had so much fun. I love Mitchell and Mia like a lot. They're so cool. But the, as soon as we were done recording, I was like, "Oh, I wish I'd said that." Oh no! Oh, oh I wish I'd said that. I, I get just, it I've, completely. Trust me. I've relived it quite a few times. So everyone keeps coming to me like, "It was such a good episode." I'm like, "That's good to know," because I it was very I, good. By the way, I haven't heard it. Um, <laughs> it was very good. Thank you. Um, yes. But yeah, I was on the podcast. I gave my four favorites over there. Um, Coraline was one that I almost get picked, but I didn't pick it because... Well, fake fan. I know. I kind of... I had a really big dilemma with picking... Four favorites is hard. Four I don't favorites know. is hard. I know. This is so true. It was really stressful, honestly, but we did it and it's out now. So that's cool. Um, my only other thing I would say is if you haven't already and you would like to, you should leave a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify um, and tell us what you think of the podcast. Yes, please do. Our mm-hmm. Apple reviews were hit 140. Very exciting. Wow. We want to hit 200 by the end of the year. So if you listen oh, wow. to the show regularly, please leave a rating and a review. We would greatly appreciate that. That would be so helpful and it will make me cry. Yeah, they really do make Clara cry every single time. I really do get really emotional. Except for the person who wrote Yikes as the title and then Dreadful as the uh, the summary or the review well, itself. That one, I cried from laughing. Good point. Good yeah, point. I'm still crying. I'm still, I'm still convinced that person is a faker, but that's oh, okay. I mean, their name was okay. Plonker138. That just sounds like something you make up for the sake of leaving a bad review. That's true. Plonker, if you're here still. <laughs> I don't think Plonker's we... here anymore, but... Plonker, come back. <laughs> I have immortalized Plonker in sticker form. Our patrons will be receiving that in the upcoming week. So, um, anyways. All right, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Everybody, thank you so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Clara, I will talk to you later. Okay. Audience, have a great week, and uh, we'll see you guys next week.